The mother said she struggled to get through to Twitch and Amazon. She claims Twitch hasn't responded in over two weeks, and Amazon has told her to contact Twitch directly. Amazon was like, Psh, we're not dealing with this. Go, go get with Twitch. <laughs> Hey, what's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of This Week Today with Curious J, where we talk about gaming and streaming news. I am your host, Curious J. Before we get into the episode, I just want to remind you guys, if you do like what you see in, this, in these episodes, like and subscribe. It would really help me out. I, I really appreciate it. Either way, I do appreciate y'all being here, whether this is your first time in the channel watching these videos or if you've been here before, welcome back. Let's get into this week's episode, guys. So we've been following the ban on Dr. Disrespect for quite some time now, and it seems like every week we get a little more info on the situation. Well, a few days ago, Doc finally spoke out about the ban. He addressed the termination of his contract in an interview with the Washington Post, explaining he still wasn't given an answer or a reason. It was a total shock, the Doc said. Imagine showing up to work and the doors are closed and you can't get inside. You're going... What's going on? And you've been told you've been fired, but you haven't been told the reason why. We just weren't given an answer. Doc said he initially learned something was off while watching a friend stream on Twitch. Features that are typically available to creators were missing to Doc's account. He then emailed Twitch and the company informed him of their action but did not provide a reason. When asked about his next steps with Twitch, the doc followed the advice of his legal counsel and didn't answer. You can tell that this ordeal has taken its toll on him. I've been dealing with a lot of stress and anxiety, the doc said. You know, my wife and I both, this is our livelihood. We worked really hard to get to this point. Let's just say I felt all the emotions that you could possibly feel. It's unclear where the doc plans on taking his character, but he claims that he, along with his team, is putting together a nice little game plan. It was also mentioned that he will not be returning to Twitch, but that he is open to streaming on another platform which we assume would be either YouTube or Facebook Gaming. He also brought up the idea of streaming on his own website, which I think would be pretty cool. I mean, what's to stop him from doing both, you know what I mean? He could stream on his own website and restream that to either YouTube or Facebook Gaming. He also finally put out a video on YouTube in the form of a music video. The song was written by him and J Plus One, and it had some pretty deep lyrics. The song says, It's out of my hands, but I'm still in control. It's out of my hands. You can never take away the power of my soul. I can see why some people would think that the lyrics are kind of contradictory, but I feel like he's trying to say that the current situation that he's going through is out of his hands, but his life, his destiny, is still his to control. And of course, no one can ever take away the power of his soul. Doc will always be Doc, no matter where he ends up. I look forward to Doc returning to the streaming world, and I'm sure the rest of the Champions Club does too. We're all waiting. <laughs> In other news, we've seen a lot of drama unfold when it comes to FaZe Clan. Whether it's the lawsuit between Tifu and FaZe, or the time that they apparently had an underage streamer on their roster, FaZe always seems to make the news in one way or another. Well this time, it seems FaZe Clan president Greg Selko has left the organization to pursue his own venture with two other top executives. 
the Director of Business Development, Clinton Sparks, and President of Apparel and Special Projects, Will Adams. The three partners have started a Boston-based competing organization focused on diversity in the industry called Xset. They want to be built on the principles of inclusivity and social good. Selko said the concept of Xset was driven by the idea that the esports industry lacks diverse representation. Selko says gamers are from all walks of life and all backgrounds. But if you look at the current organizations, they sort of resemble a frat house. They're not reflective of the racial or gender diversity in the gaming world. Exit has already signed several pros and streamers and aims to house three teams in Call of Duty, Valorant, and Fortnite. Call of Duty player Bardenologist, Valorant player Thwifo, and Fortnite streamer Ashley, by the way, have already joined Exit. Miami Dolphins linebacker Kyle Van Noy and Ministress, a member of the USA Skateboarding National Team, also joined the organization. In addition to personalities in gaming, Exit aims to sign people from the entertainment industry such as musical artists and brands. The creation of an apparel line is already in the works. Exit has a different vision of what they want their gaming organization to be. Mark O'Mero, the chief operating officer of Exit, says, Gaming is no longer about YouTube and Twitch. The Fortnite generation of gamers want their gaming content on TikTok, in memes, in Discord. You have to put content where they're currently consuming it. We have a pretty robust content syndication model we're rolling out with gameplay highlights, original content, and partners in music. And I mean, they're not wrong. Content is mainly consumed in the form of social media. It's not just on Twitch and YouTube. I just hope that their aim is to push the content out to those social media platforms, but still have the content creators streaming on Twitch, YouTube, and the other streaming platforms. Leaving those out of the equation would be a big mistake, in my opinion. Exet's official website already features a shop with a dozen of items available for purchase. The homepage also includes a button that offers several ways to act and support anti-racism. Having another org in the gaming industry is never a bad thing, and I have a feeling that this one will make some big moves. Can't wait to see what happens. So this last story is a little different than the most I've told on this channel so far. It's kind of a crazy one, but I, I read it earlier and I was like, I have to talk about this. So a teenage Fortnite fan allegedly spent almost $20,000 in Twitch donations bits and subscriptions last month without his parents knowledge the mother who preferred to remain anonymous to protect the identity of her son said that her teenage child charged $19,870.94 holy hell to a debit card between June 14th and 30th guys that's a lot of freaking money after several failed attempts at getting the money back, she turned to Reddit for advice. Her post, which garnered a lot of attention on Twitch subreddit, detailed how years of savings disappeared in a matter of 17 days. Oh, oh my god, I don't even know what I'd do. That's so much money. She says those donations went to popular Twitch streamers like TFU, Gorb, and Ewok TTV, as well as Atlanta Falcons quarterback Kirk Benkert and Miami Heat's Myers Leonard. 
the mother shared a screenshot of her bank statement showing close to 20,000 in spending and several large transactions sent to Twitch. The son was given a debit card with a nominal balance to buy school lunches. He then began transferring money from his mother's account into his debit card to pay for the transactions through online banking. The mother believes her son might have seen her password while transferring money into his account for successfully completing chores or that she didn't log out properly. When confronted, her son knew he had spent a lot but was shocked when he saw the total. I mean, come on, who wouldn't be shocked? That's a lot of money. I can't even say it enough, guys. That's so much money. Since she only checked her account's balance twice a month when paying bills, the mother didn't see the transactions until it was too late. The mother says, when I saw the bank balances were almost gone, my lips started to tingle and I had to put my head down so I wouldn't pass out. I cried at first. I didn't believe he could have done this. I contacted my bank as soon as I found out and they froze all of our accounts and his debit card was canceled. Unless I press charges against my son, they will not help as this is considered friendly fraud. Oh. I can't, oh my god, I can't, like, I guess I can't even, I don't even know what I would do, that is so crazy. The mother said she struggled to get through to Twitch and Amazon. She claims Twitch hasn't responded in over two weeks, and Amazon has told her to contact Twitch directly. Amazon was like, Psh, we're not dealing with this, go, go get with Twitch. <laughs> she has resorted to sending registered mail to Twitch CEO Emmett Shear and Amazon's legal team, but claims she hasn't heard back yet. She also reached out to the five streamers about getting the money back. So far, only Bankert and Leonard have responded, according to her. Ultimately, she said she bears the responsibility for the situation, which, believe me, is a lot to bear as a parent. Like, being a parent myself, I don't think I'd be able to press charges on my own son, but I'm sure I would be extremely upset. Don't get me wrong, I'd, I'd be super mad. I really hope that she gets to the bottom of this. And maybe she can at least get some of the money back that her son spent in her bank account. Because, guys, 20000 is a lot of money. And that was in savings, guys. It's not like, don't, I don't think, like, don't get it twisted. I don't think she was, like, rich. You know what I mean? Although, it'd be nice to have 20000 in a savings account. Like, I can't imagine how long that took her or how hard she worked to get to that point. I, I hope for the best for her. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> But that's going to be it for this week's episode, guys. Once again, thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out. Whether you're watching this on the YouTube VODs or if you're listening to it on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, anywhere that podcast can be found, it's going to be on there. Keep in mind, I do stream on Twitch uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, usually around 10.30 p.m. Central. And yeah, come hang out. We'll chat. We'll hang out. It's always a good time. But until next time, everyone, take it easy. As always, stay curious. Peace.